Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Shop Podcast. It is March 3rd to Wednesday. Wednesday, yep, okay. <laughs> time traveling again. Sure. Yeah, I got it down. Yeah, it's well, it's Tuesday right now, but we do this every time. I mess this up every time. But, um, man, beautiful, beautiful day in Boise, Idaho. Like, I'm not cold. I'm wearing shorts, and I am, I'm a little hot, actually. I might take off the sweatshirt, like. It is a beautiful day. We, yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at gamechat.podcast. Twitter, the gamechat pod. And YouTube, gamechat podcast. Hello, YouTube. Hello, how, you, YouTube. how you doing? I really hope that recording was set up right so they can see everyone. But we'll find out afterwards. <laughs> we'll find out after we record the whole episode. Yeah. You can't um, hear me. I'm over here, YouTube. <laughs> um, it is March. The first show in March. So we put out a poll on Instagram yesterday. Is March the best sporting month of the year? Remember we we did this like question of the day thing like a couple months ago, and I'm just we're gonna bring it back. And that's this question: Is is March the best sports month of the year? It was overwhelmingly yes on the poll on the Instagram poll. I wonder if that's just bias because it is like we're going into March. Mm-hmm. Um. It, what other months are in the running? Like October? October for me is number one. October for you is number one. The World one. Series. You got NBA starting up. You have college football. I don't count NBA starting up as something good. Like, yeah. I, I don't ever watch That's the like NBA number seven game. on the list right, of, right. like, yeah. But I mean, college football on Saturday, NFL on Sunday, and then you just have the World Series. Like, it's just, it's a great time. But I can see how you can make the argument for March. But if you take out March Madness, it's like. But I think the nice thing now is that NFL free agency has become really interesting. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, a couple years ago, I think for a long time, NFL offseason was, like, kind of just, it was, like, the draft, and that was it. Right. But that's why March, to me, not just because of March Madness. Although, I agree, if you take March Madness out, March definitely flies down the ratings. But I think NFL for agency helps, because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to football. I mean, I put I, I like April, because April, you have MLB starting, you have the, the championship for, the, for March Madness and the Masters. So I like and the April. draft, right? And the NFL draft. draft. So April's pretty good. December's good because it's like meaningful football all year round. Um, I don't know what other months. Uh, let me see here. I mean, you could make the argument for February just as a I hate February. Yeah, January is better than. February. It's weird. February is number three on this list. I'm looking at. No, no shot. January is better than February because of playoffs and the bowl games and yeah. yeah. As a soccer fan, it's kind of weird because they're kind of different leagues are kind of different times. Get so close to the mic. Different leagues are like different <laughs> times. Like I think the MLS starts in March. Like as for the summers, some other leagues start their times. Yeah. Um, the summer's just bad. Like what's the worst month? July. Yeah, that's why I'm going. Or like August. Yeah. August. August sucks because football's like there. It's like there and then. Right. But it's not. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah, you're doing 20 mock drafts a day for fantasy football. <laughs> you know, August does kind of it suck. It drags. It drags along. July, mm-hmm. July especially sucks, though, if your baseball team's bad. True. Yeah. But it's kind of fun if your baseball team's good because you have a game every single day. It's true. Like, when the Mariners are bad, July sucks. But then in 2018, when they were good, they did the uh... – the deal where you yeah. get tickets like an hour before and it was like seven dollars a ticket and you just like show up and they cool. give you a ticket and it was a good time yeah that was great yeah that was great the days but yeah march madness close to coming up 
I think selection Sundays in like 12 days. So we got to, we're going to do our, uh, next week we're going to do our official free agency pod, which will be a long one because there's a lot of free agents this year. I think it'd be cool if we do not only what team we think they're going to go to, but how much money we think they're going to get as well. So yeah, that'll be a fun pod next week. And then the week after we're going to do right. I, I think we should just do it right after selection Sunday. Like we get our brackets out and we just like, do a pod right like a selection sunday pod i think that'd be fun um yeah we're going to start trying to do because this week was bad like we almost didn't have eli for this pod (laughs) we're all over the map (laughs) but we're going to try to start doing pods consistently on sunday afternoons recording them and then putting them out by monday morning um just so that we have a more structured and because we started a wiffle ball team now so that's we're just gonna go we started a wiffle ball team big time we are big wiffle ball guys yes huge wiffle ball guys so when when are those games i think we only it's a pretty short season it's only three sundays right? three weeks right but i think it might be another week after with the playoffs playoffs. three weeks of regular season is what it is oh i thought it was like two regular season the last one was three weeks and then there's playoffs yeah so we have so we have that and then and that's sunday nights so, and then me and Eli doing ultimate frisbee. Correct, and that's Ooh. at two or three thirty. We have a so we'll find this time. Win- win- <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be yeah, we'll be fine. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm excited. Just this this week, it's sunny. I'm golfing on Friday. Finally, we had a bunch of cancellations with that, and we're gonna play some spike. I think Thursday after the live show, we're gonna play some spike ball. It's just get it's it's the vibes are just so much better when it's sunny outside. It's just, it gets way, it just is, it's just a lot more fun. Um, okay. Let's get into some sports. We got a mailbag and then a little game of 35 million or not. Two tough losses for Boise State basketball this week. Um, against San Diego State, who's now, I think, up to like 18 in the polls. So they're climbing up the rankings. Um, Boise State gets swept by them. I mean, we really shot the ball horribly in both games. Weren't we like two for fourteen from three for the first half? Was, I think it was the second game because I was looking at the stats on my phone. At halftime, we were like two for fourteen or something like that. What's amazing is that we, I after the first half, we had twenty something points. I'll double check that one, but we scored more than we did the previous game. I was like, oh, it couldn't be worse. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, we actually put up more. We have yeah, we put up twenty, and then the previous game, we put up seventeen. We, we put up seventeen in the first half. We had six points with. Eight minutes left. Yeah, yeah it was unreal. Half, so. Yeah, I mean, the offense was just... That, that was the, the big takeaway for the... I mean, the second half got better in both games. But the offense was just too slow uh, to get us back... To, to win us those games. So, yeah. a game tonight, actually, against Fresno State, that's a must-win. Like, must-win. If we lose that game, our at-large chances are basically gone. You have to win the tournament. The good news is, though, I've seen a lot of updated bracket predictions and they still have us in like as a 10 or 11 seed so we're still in and i think we play is it nevada yeah as the four you'd play the five and the five would be nevada as of now so that's good for boise state because nevada we got swept by so this is a chance to avenge kind of the loss for boise state and beat nevada get a win back and then uh, assumingly, we play San Diego State in the next round before we go to the championship. So it's a good path for Boise State to hopefully beat Nevada 
And if we beat San Diego State, I think we're in no matter what. I think that would that would get us in even if we lost the championship game. So it's looking up for Boise State. And Gonzaga now is the only undefeated team in the Division One. So good for them. Um, Michigan moved up to number two after Baylor lost. I was looking, so today, well, later today, later Tuesday. So this by the time this is out, these games already have happened. But I think Baylor plays West Virginia, which is like three versus six. And then Illinois plays Michigan, which is two versus four. So two top six matchups tonight. But it was interesting because Baylor and Michigan, two and three, each have one loss. And Illinois and West Virginia have six losses each. Wow. So yeah. that's the difference between just three and four is five <laughs> losses. That was crazy to me. So college basketball is going to be interesting. I'm really excited for March. This is just... It's been, it's been too long since March Madness. So um, getting close to that. We're going to have a bracket competition. It's going to be great. Um, J.J. Watt to the Cardinals. Two years, $31 million. Um, let's just go around. What, what Just thoughts on, on this signing. Um, I mean, I don't know what their cap situation is like. I didn't look at that. But um, at first glance, like that's pretty expensive, uh, especially for someone of that age. But kind of on the other side of the coin, I guess, is you're also sort of paying for that experience. Like, it's he's definitely stepping in kind of a, as, like, a leadership role. Um, so I think I think it'll prove to be at least kind of worth it. I don't think after the season we're going to be like, wow, what a waste of money. Like, I think I think the floor is pretty high for this, for J.J. Watt. Yeah, I mean, if he can return to his 2018 form where he had seven forced fumbles and 16 sacks and played 16 games, uh, we're going to be in trouble as a Seahawks fan. But if he plays kind of like he did the last two years where he played eight and then 16, but he had four and five sacks, I'm not – like, I don't think it's enough to push them over the top of what kind of what they were. I think they definitely improved, but – I mean, they still have more work to do, especially with the offense. But, I mean, good for them. The NFC West is a joke, and it's kind of amazing that the NFC West didn't really win the uh, NFC. Uh, we got more work to do as a, as a division. As but, a unit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, not happy about that one. Uh, it's kind of a blind side signing. I mean, you had all these reports coming out, and then, and then some – KJ Watt uh, Peloton <laughs> account posting three different teams and uh, yeah. here comes out that he's going to the Cardinals. Um, to answer your point, Eli, the Cardinals have 17.2 in cap space. So I don't think it's updated with JJ, but I mean, there's a common denominator. When you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, like you're able to make these kinds of signings. You're able to go out on a limb and sign a veteran guy who's proven that he's, he's great, but he's an older guy, right? And so they have the money to do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, Cardinals knew they needed to take another step, and I think that this is a good move for them if he does pan out. Uh, I have a couple, couple things on this. It was It's surprising to me that it came out that the Colts and Browns offered more money for J.J. Watt. So he did not take this. Well, a lot of people thought that 15.5 is a lot for J.J. Um, people are like, oh, maybe the Cardinals paid too much. That was not the top of his market. Um, the Cardinals, or the Colts and the Browns offered more and the Titans apparently offered right around the same mark, about 15, 16 million. So that was interesting to me just to see that he did not take the highest bidder and it was a pretty high deal in general. And yeah, so he ended up and ends up signing with the Cardinals for about 15 and a half million a year. The Cardinals were better on defense than I think a lot of people thought last year. That was their defense was not their problem. I think they were like 
top 10 in a couple defensive categories. So it's interesting to me that they went out and got J.J. Watt. It, 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 I think it speaks to Cliff Kingsbury's confidence in the development of Kyler and where he thinks this offense could be next year after a year maybe of Kyler and D-Hop um, together. And they also, the Cardinals get Chandler Jones back. And I think Chandler Jones, like, is an under very underrated player. Like, I think we kind of forgot about him because he missed this entire season, but he was like a defensive player of the year candidate. I think he led the NFL in sacks in 2019. And I think J.J. Watt, while his numbers weren't great, was still a very disruptive pass rusher last year. When he's And if he's on the field and he's healthy, this is a really good signing for the Cardinals. And the NFC West is very dangerous. Um, do we have anything? Yeah, anything else? Nope. Uh, Alex Smith cut from the Washington football team. We haven't got to the Washington football team or the Cardinals in our uh, little rebuilding series that we've been doing on the live shows. But yeah, Alex Smith cut, saved almost $14 million in cap. It had to be done. Yeah. It was kind of a weird. I was a little surprised. Maybe I shouldn't have been just because I didn't know they would save this much money. Um, but just after like his story and everything, it was like they were just like, "All right, goodbye." Like, <laughs> right, you're done. Too much money. It's just, it is what it is. It, it had to be done. I don't think anybody wants to see it because I don't know who knows what his future is. But it had to be done. I mean, it's 14 million as a as a team, you gotta realize it's a business at some point for them. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do at quarterback because you know Tyler Tyler Heineke playing in that. Did he start in that playoff game? Was he the starter? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. Tyler, so. It's going to be interesting to see what they do at quarterback because I just don't see them sticking with him as the only quarterback on their roster going into next season. So it'll be interesting to see what the football team does at the quarterback position going into the offseason. All right, we got six mailbag questions to get to. I'd like to turn up. Um, First one actually kind of relates to the Washington football team, maybe. Um, Best fit for Mac Jones possible landing spot for Mac Jones he's a really interesting one a quarterback that's been rising up draft boards I've seen him ahead of Trey Lance and really close to Justin Fields in some people's rankings um do we have any fits for Mac Jones I'll go with the Patriots I think Mac Jones's strength is getting the ball out of his hands and uh he's pretty good with making his reads not a mobile quarterback Really, I mean, they project him running a four nine. He'll probably run a five zero. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot slower than I thought. Wow. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's what his projected is. Yeah. I've yeah, that's all I've heard is he's not much of a runner and he cannot really throw on the run, which kind of uh, relates to a former. Uh, not making much of a comparison here, but uh, I think that's what Josh McDaniels and that offense wants to do, and I think he fits the Patriots pretty well i mean i would say the steelers have been seeing steelers for a while but with big ben coming back i don't see it happening i hate to say it um patriots were my number one as well number two i hate to say it, it'd be the niners um <laughs> he's just a guy i mean if they did get him maybe he sits one year but that's the kind of offense he's, he needs to be in a hand the hand the ball off play action type guy he's never going to be a guy to sit back there and throw it 50 billion times you know um i hate to say it, i don't want to see it happen but i just think <laughs> he, it'd be a good offense for him the interesting thing for the Patriots in in that is I don't know if they have a good enough weapons for him. I think he needs weapons in his in whatever oh. offense he's going to. I don't think they have weapons for anybody. That's the sad part. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That, but that I don't know if I. It'd be interesting to see what if if Belichick would be willing to spend that pick, because we have not seen the Patriots have a top fifteen draft pick in forever. 
and they're picking at 15, that's a very interesting situation. Do you see much of an improvement of throwing Mac Jones in the first year over Stid- or Stidham? No. Oh, yeah, first year. I don't think – I think Cam gets a lot of hate, uh, but I don't think mo- most quarterbacks would have done anything in that situation. Well, neither do I. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like – it's one of those things where I think you're more comfortable with a younger quarterback, even if either one kind of sucks until they get pieces around them. Yeah. yeah, that's why I think Kyle Pitts would just be such a great yeah. pick for them at 15 if he somehow gets there. Because I think they'd use, I think they could use him really be well. Start. It'd be a good start for them. Yeah, to rebuild that because offense. you need some. They have no weapons on offense. I, I think I have the Patriots down for Mac Jones. I still have the Steelers on there as well. I. I I don't really yeah. know. I'm really just confused with their whole situation in general. We kind of talked about that on the live show. Just like, what are they doing with the cap? What are they doing at quarterback? Like, no one has any clue. I don't even think they have a clue, which is <laughs> the funny part. Another, I, I think the Washington football team is in consideration for Mac Jones. They're kind of mm. picking, I, I think, at 19 in the draft, if I remember right. So it's it's if he, you know, if, if the gap is there, which I think personally, like I don't see Mac Jones in that top tier of quarterbacks this draft. I think he's a tier below Fields, uh, Wilson, and Lance, and so that's right where I kind of would see him going in this draft. And I don't know, I I, be- I believe in the weapons that the football team has. Like I think Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson are great pieces, and Logan Thomas is a good tight end too. So I I could see, you know, I don't know if Mac Jones would start. That's an interesting. Taylor Heineke and Mac Jones is a very interesting quarterback room for a playoff team. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think Mac Jones would start, though, in that situation. I'm Heineke train, man. I don't know. I don't know. You're on that train. I, I, I'm so not, far off it. He like, is not that bad. Like, he played I don't know. one game. Like, I, I, but, like, Kyle Allen know. still has a job. Like, I mean, there's just quarterbacks that move around a little bit that aren't any Minshew. <laughs> like, there's just guys that kind of just, when they play, they do okay. And so I don't know. I I will say, so Heineke played that game against the Bucks, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the closest game for the Bucks in the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. I also think that was... I mean, it was a pretty low-scoring game. I think the football team's defense is obviously where, they're, where their strong suit is. But The question is, is he going to be there at 19? Yeah. They're, they're gonna, probably going to have to make move for him. I don't see... You think it, the Niners... Yeah, I mean, the Niners, what, are at 12? 12. Um, I don't know. Like you, We were talking about the Mac Jones, Trey Lance, like where they're like kind of in comparison right now on pick spot. I mean, I just there's no way I see either of them dropping the 19. I think that yeah, once I these agree. quarterbacks go, someone's going to move up and say, we think Mac Jones is the guy, which personally <laughs> I think it's a mistake. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, a football team, if that's their guy, I mean, they can probably move up to, I don't know, maybe that 11, 12 spot yeah, yeah. and get him. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's an interesting one. If it, it's, it, we've, I feel like we've said this for a lot of people, but it's going to be a team that goes, man, we think Mac Jones is the guy for us, and they're going to have to make a move for him because – I don't think he'll go above Lance, personally. But. Do, you, do you think the Niners are going to draft a quarterback? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, I, I could say yes, and we're probably going to draft D-line. I, it's just, I I don't know. I hope we go corner. I really do, but I think that... Because there's two, there's two good corners. Like, Sertain and, Cert, and uh, Caleb Farley, I mm-hmm. think, Fairley or whatever, from Virginia Tech. Those, like, yeah. those two are pretty good corners, I think, yeah. in this draft. If Lance falls, I hope we do take him at 12. Or if we decide to move up to that 9-10 spot, 8, 
That's the thing. Really I don't think he falls to twelve. Yeah. But maybe, maybe. So maybe I'm I'm dumb for thinking Jones is gonna slip. It depends. I mean, it depends on the run because hey, you know we know how it goes. You know, teams take quarterbacks and then everybody panics and let's move up and get them. You know. Um, yeah, it's gonna be impossible to do a draft. Like I think. I saw Kuiper said he like, did his first ever mock draft with trades this year. Yeah, he didn't say the trades. I mean, yeah. just... Right, okay. Can we just talk about, like, <laughs> if you're going to do a mock draft with trades, you have to show what the offers what the are, and right. you have to make that more of, like, an emphasis. Because I saw one guy did that. Like, he did. He was, like, trades. And then at, like, the very end of the article, he was like, here's the trade details. Or, like, maybe it was on Instagram, and, like, the last slide was trade details. And I was like... You just threw together random, and one of them was, like, Sam Darnold for, like, a second and a third, and he just, like, randomly threw that in there. I was like, how can you just, like, make those huge trades and in your mock draft and not even, like, mention them? I don't know. That's what Kuiper does. He goes, okay, these teams switch. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, what's the price tag? Well, yeah, what, yeah. What is, like, what are we looking at here to move up four spots was, in the draft? Was he the guy that did the one where he had the Niners taking fields? Yes, I think. Yes, the one that we talked at, about. At, yeah, at, like, or six, six or something, or something like yeah. that. It's, like... But as a Niners fan, you're probably not going to want to give up whatever they gave up to get up to six, right? I think it was a second, a third, and something else. But, I mean, I, no, I, I would I, love Fields. He can get Fields, but he's explode. probably not going to be there at six. I don't think so either. You'd, honest, you'd have to get up so, to, like, three or four, maybe. I would be, I'd be, I mean, I would be ecstatic about that. I really would. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think that'd be, like, a but, but, but not if like, you, not if you gave up. A second and a third. I could give less of crap. Yeah. Yeah. I could give less of crap about the second and the third to move up six spots yeah, to get Justin Fields. Yeah, I, I mean, totally fine. I feel like we're talking to move up to that. I mean, we're probably talking at least the first round. You think a first not. round pick for? Six I don't picks? know. I don't no, know. What's, I think what's the Trubisky details like? What? what that was, what was that was only one. Pick. That was one pick. Yeah. From the third to the second. I think it was a second and a third for that. So I think a second and a third is reasonable to move up six spots in this draft. From, yeah. from, 12 from twelve to six. To six. Yeah. If you want to get in the top four, you're probably gonna have to give them a first. But that's I I'm I've been I think I've said this before. I literally would not be surprised if the first five picks are quarterbacks. No, it, it, yeah. Or I, for sure four. The if, four yeah. Like I'm not surprised if two teams trade up or three and pick and it goes one two three four. It goes. What what pick do the Bengals have? Five, but the, they five, could yeah. trade back too. They're taking a they, could, they could tackle at six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten. They Same with the Dolphins. The Dolphins, we, we I think we talked about this earlier. Like, it, they yeah, they're going to go wide receiver. There's three good wide receivers yeah. in this class. Yeah. Mm. yeah, they 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 could trade back easily too. Right. And there's, I mean, we could list. I mean, football team Patriots. This these teams that we listed, Niners, Panthers, all could trade up. Yeah. Like I I think this draft. Could, I think draft day could get really chaotic. It's the price tag. I mean, I, I just I wish someone would actually break it down. I, I mean, I would read the whole thing. There's article, some sort like, of there's some sort of you, see, you, see, you ever heard of that like it's like each pick has a value. I don't know. There's some chart that they make. And they always they always talk about it. See see if we can like find this thing. There's like some chart where it's like the number one pick is worth like a hundred points, just hypothetically, and then like the number like, two is worth like ninety-seven. They like create their cut on like standard for it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, yeah. I mean, there's a price tag. I mean, especially yeah. especially in a quarterback rich draft. I mean, yeah. the price tag just goes up. It's just yeah. you want to get in those prime spots where you can take your guy. It's going to cost you, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. All right, I found the chart. It's you did a little different. So they give. The first overall pick is 3,000 points. 3,000. And that drops down to 2,600 for the second back. So the difference of 400. Drops down another 400, two, uh, 2,200. And it drops down another 400. And then after the fourth pick, it only goes down 100 each time. Yeah. So by like pick 10, it's 1,300. So it drops down like 500. But yeah, I mean, 
after you get past four, yeah, those values start kind of evening out. Yeah, I mean, so for like the Niners at 12, if they wanted to get to six, you give them the 12th pick, you give them a second and a third, I think that's reasonable value for a six pick. Because then they still, they probably are probably. still going to get their guy at 12, or one of the guys yeah. they have. You have to give them 12, too, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 12 mm-hmm. has to be in the deal. You, there's no way you're moving up six spots no. and keeping 12. For sure, yeah. for sure. Okay, um, best realistic offers or best offer for Russ and Deshaun Watson. So I think what we should do, I mean, we, we can have, we've had this conversation before and we can have it all off season is who is worth more, Russ or Watson. I think we all kind of agree that it's Watson by a little bit yeah. just because of the age. Um, so, you know, for Russ, a lot of the deals that I'm looking at, especially for like the Cowboys was, you know, they would tag Dak and trade him and pretty much just straight up, which I don't think we would do. Cause I think that doesn't, that doesn't solve anything for I us. I mean, Dak said he wanted Mahomes money. Right. So I don't know so where we Just really... under Mahomes money. What does that yeah. mean? That right. means 49 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw one, you know, the Raiders. The, the Raiders is the most popular one, which is Carr and, like, three, the next three firsts for them. Which yeah. I just – I am not huge – I don't think Derek Carr is, like, that good enough. To, and I don't trust our drafting. Would you yeah. rather – that's the other yeah. thing I was going to say. As a Seahawks fan, you probably aren't interested. Most other teams would probably love a handful of first-round picks. But, like, as a Seahawks fan – you probably don't have a lot of faith in what you do with those picks. Exactly. As a Seahawks fan, you guys aren't going to be ecstatic about any trade unless someone just, I mean, just drops a five first. And for you. we're talking about Russ going to the Raiders, which means they're probably going to be pretty decent. Which means those picks are not yeah. going to be really high. No, yeah. very true. Very true. But I think, I mean, the Derek Carr and three first, I think it's reasonable. I mean, yeah, it's I, reasonable, I but it's I would not. Take but yeah, it. I, I don't blame you guys for not wanting, wanting that. But yeah. I think that's a fair price. Would you rather get Carr or Mariota? Who? <laughs> Car. The Mariota's small sample size. Yeah, and what he's showing, I mean, it's not that good. It's it's a hype train. Mariota's another hype train that the Raiders are going to benefit off of, largely. Yeah, it's close though for me. Yeah. I don't see anything special with Derek Carr though. Like, what's he going to do for but your team? That might be a yeah, good maybe thing. for Pete. I, yeah. I think he fits your. I I think he, not your guys' game plan. I think he fits Pete Carroll's game plan. Probably. I think that's, like, yeah. he, he, right. I think he's perfect for what he wants to do. Um. The like the Saints, they they can throw some interesting pieces in there. Like I mm-hmm. saw somebody who said like Ryan Ramchick, Ramchick, whatever their tackle, mm-hmm. yeah. and like maybe a, a couple picks. I was like, interesting. The, he, interesting. He, the, the one the article that I read was like Ramchick, who's like a top three tackle <laughs> in the league, and then he was like or Marshawn Lattimore, and I was like, whoa, 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 that's a big difference between yeah. a top three tackle and like an overpaid cornerback, right? Like. I was like, you throw in Ramchek and maybe a pick or two, like, eh, maybe two, two or three they, picks. But yeah, I mean, if they could up, uh, unload some of that cap, and then maybe you guys give them some younger players and Russ. I mean, I think I it, mean, there's a lot there. there I is. think it'd be funny if Wilson <laughs> Wilson complains about not having a good O line, and then he goes to the Saints and they take away their best <laughs> O line back to Seattle. I think that'd be kind of cool. No, I I really think Russ needs to take a look and realize that the grass is not always greener on the other side that like he's not just going to go somewhere that's so much better than what he has in seattle right except he would get out of the nfc and all the d linemen running after him in that division it's <laughs> the only thing now jj watt yeah <laughs> just, just to spark this conversation 
the Watson. I mean, we could talk about Russ all day because I mean, I, I think Russ. I don't know if Russ has a higher chance of getting out. But no, I think, I think Watson no. is. Brandon, you don't think Watson's gonna be traded, but I think it's like a certainty he's being traded. Really? Man, I think. I, I, think, I think there it's is a price tag. But did you see what he had a meeting with their like no, literally I, with their I new coach or, and I was like, not. "I'm not playing for you." They're, like, how do you let that guy sit in your how franchise? How stupid can I, you be to not trade him for anything and just let him sit there? Like, what do you gain yeah, exactly. from that? You gain pride? I they're, don't know. They're I just, like, know. sticking it to the league. They're like, ha, we have Watson and <laughs> no one else can use him. But I think they know they're going to be bad. I think that's just what it is. Well, So then why not get some, yeah. some no, cap or I, capital? Dra- like, no, 100%, confused, but yeah. I think that their price tag is going to be unreal. I think yeah. it's the teams are going to laugh at them. It's Just their mindset right now about... We're not trading them. We're not trading them. And then, That's... okay, what do you want for him? Okay, we'll take a, a young defensive star and a four first rounds. We'll do that. Like, people yeah. are going to be like, I we'll think eventually a team kidding. will do it. I think that's I why literally I... think eventually a team will do it. <laughs> I think that's why they say so much, like, oh, um, we're, t- like, he is our quarterback. Like, they, they sell this stuff. I think they're just trying to, like, if they know they're, tr- if everyone knows they're trying to get rid of him, they're going to get lowballed. And so they're yeah. trying to, like, raise his stock, but they're getting it too high to where no one's willing to pay a, a young star and four first round picks. I think mentally they believe it though. I think they think that. Might, I think they're falling. I think you're falling right into their trap. Yeah, I feel like there's <laughs> no way. There's no way that they actually believe that keeping him is the best strategy when he literally is like, "I'm not playing for you," and they're like, "Okay." If he doesn't play, sure. cost him money. Don't cost. Yeah, him. but but they don't gain it. Yeah, but so then so then what? Like you, the the amount of stuff that you could get from him. Even if it's not as much as they think, if you get three firsts and a, and a player, that's better than having him sit out. You can't do anything with that cap. Yeah, it saves you money, but you don't get to like. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, like, what do they benefit? They okay, they save they money. Either way, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, they. they, they that's what I'm the saying. They, they get a lot well. back from no, him I if 100% they trade. Get that. 100 percent get that. But what? What? The, like, I'm not falling in their trap. I'm. No, so I, I think you are. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm can't... not. I'm not. I just it, it, with what they're putting out right now, it just doesn't seem reasonable because. Their mindset is so closed off about, like, what they believe he, like, he can do for them and what he means to them. And then, like, they're going to be like, okay, if you want to trade him, here's what we want. And everybody's going to be like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I don't know. I think that organizations are smarter than throwing no, I, their and future I, into the dump to go get just Deshaun. For like, sure. Right. Because, like, we saw that offer, the, like, the Panthers one, which is, like, McCaffrey and three first. Because I think that's ridiculous, too. But I think Eli has a good point in, like... They might just be trying to see if a team will give them that by saying, you know, Watson's our guy. We're going to keep Watson. Like you, you're going to have to blow us away. And then eventually, like, after they they go long enough without getting one of those offers, they're going to take what we think, yeah. which is probably, like, three firsts. If there's a trade, I feel like there's probably going to be a lot of quiet talks. Like, they're going to try to get what they can. If teams aren't willing to do it, I feel like almost maybe at, like, the last second, they're going to be like, all right fine we'll take that player and and i could see that i could see it being like last second like i think like i, mean, I don't think it's happening time soon that's no. my point i, gonna, I don't yeah. i don't think he's gonna be a texan can. like for the next three years or two yeah. years that like a trade's gonna happen but i just like yeah i don't their mindset i just feel like it's not gonna yeah. be anytime soon. like that's my but i think it's i think view. it'll happen be- i think it'll happen before the draft i think it has before to the happen draft. before the draft They're, yeah because otherwise they don't get yeah the pick 100 all the picks yeah I, think, I don't know, man. I, was... I think the perfect analogy is they're the typical like Craigslist ad that says, "I know what I have." <laughs> I know what it works. So they're like, "We know what we have." Like no low balls, like no no like no offers, like sales final, whatever. We want McCaffrey in five firsts instead of McCaffrey in three or whatever. 
Like they're, they're gonna be like, oh, I know we have like, and they do. I mean, they know they have a star, but they don't have anything else. No, I totally get your guys' points, and I, I, I do. I, the before the draft thing's huge. I just, I don't know their mindset and what they're gonna want. I just teams, you're gonna have to give up your future, and that's just the sad part about it. I think mm. chances of a situation at Houston right now being recreated at another team is pretty high. Like someone's gonna, if someone gives up a lot for Watson, they're gonna be in. They're going to be in thick mud. It might be a little better than Houston. If like if they're if it's better management, maybe even if the players like player situation isn't quite much better, but um, but yeah, it's it's just rough that like that's kind of what's going to have to happen is maybe not their whole future. Like like they might have to wait a while and they might just accept whatever offer. But that's um, my point though. It's organizations yeah. are getting smarter about this and they're seeing that huge contract that he's he has coming with them, and they're looking at these. Quarterbacks already have these huge contracts, and how teams just can't pay enough guys to get around them. When like, like I just I don't know. I think organizations are smarter than giving up everything just for Watson, and then be. I mean, you're gonna be good. You have Deshaun Watson, but at what point is like you get to the point where you can't do anything else? Like, right. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that was playing in the NFL divisional round with a 24 to nothing lead against the Super Bowl winning champions. Uh a year, a year and three months ago. Uh, I mean, so it's like Bill O'Brien is what happened. I mean, there's more, there's more to it than that. But but their organization is still pretty bad. It's now. terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. They've made so many terrible decisions. Like not only do they trade Hopkins away, I mean, they trade him for an old running back and like a third round pick or whatever. That maybe that's a different trade. I don't know. There's so many like, idiotic trades and Kenny Stills. I mean they're just picking up guys that are thirty yeah. years old when they are terrible. I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, you know what's the, you can like the Texans I, I listened to this podcast and they ranked the best number one picks from the past twenty years. And like the, the Texans have had like four and just all of it, like Clowney was like the most can't miss defensive prospect mm-hmm. in like the history of football flopped or like arguably flopped. But then they had, I mean like Mario Williams they've had and like, I don't know. I just was like, I was like shocked by the amount of like Texans picks that were there. And like they hit on, they hit, they've literally hit on three guys in their entire franchise, which is only about 20 years old anyways. But like Watson Hopkins and JJ Watt are, that's it. Those are the only good decisions they've made in the past and now two of them and yeah, are gone. In the last, in the last two out. years, they've given away for actually. I guess they didn't really give away one, did they? Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, yeah, but but he's gone. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't get anything for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they didn't get anything for him, and then they gave away Hopkins for hardly anything. And I think that's what Bill O'Brien was staring at. He's staring at Hopkins and he's staring at Watson, going, "Well, I gotta, I can't pay both of you. I mean, you're gonna put forty million towards the quarterback and twenty to the wide receiver. Like, it's just not feasible these days. And yeah. I mean, he didn't even know COVID was gonna happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, do we want to give up a, a Watt? Like, I don't think the teams have changed too much from the last couple times we've talked about it. With, like, I mean, it's like the Jets, Dolphins, Panthers. Do we have another team? Mm. I don't know if there's many other teams that have much to give. Yeah. Or enough to give. Yeah. I think it's Dolphins, Jets. I think the Panthers could if they wanted to. I think I the think Panthers it, make more sense. That's what I think too, but I don't know if they'll. I, I think they it require. I it almost might require like McCaffrey or yeah. everything else besides McCaffrey, and then like yeah, yeah. I think they could do it. And I think they want to, but like out of those three teams, if one team is going to turn into like the next Houston Texans, 
I'm a, like I'm scared that it would be the Panthers that they would give right. up too much like McCaffrey. The Dolphins seems like the one. I mean, that would be. It's think, like the fit. Yeah, that's the that's the ideal one as a football fan. I feel like just seeing him in the AFC with a really good defense. But yeah. I mean, I just don't see the Jets doing it. I feel like they have way too much. I mean, they have so many packs. And it doesn't so many, solve yeah. anything if you're the Jets. No, yeah. smarter than that. No, the, yeah. the Jets have a lot to figure out. And Watson also has, similar to Russ, doesn't he have like some trade clause or something? So he kind of has a say in it? Or is that just Russ? No, Watson, Watson has that. Yeah, like, so he can deny trade. Yeah. He could, he could say, he, he but, just wants out. Yeah, he probably won't take it. But yeah, I, I do think the Dolphins, because they already have a lot figured out. Like, they, they, they had a decent season. They almost went to the playoffs. They were part of that, like, that's what that's what I'm saying for the Dolphins. Yeah, the, yeah, they were part of that like ten and six or whatever. So like, if you add Watson there, then that's, you know, he's probably you know you're instantly a. Definitely. I mean, they're already a playoff. How contender. does the Texans value Tua? That's just the only yeah. question with that problem. And I just because yeah. the Dolphins are like, well, we're giving you our first, our, our quarterback. He's yeah. just be rookie or second year, and they're gonna be like, okay, well, we still want three or four first with him, and they're gonna be like, wait, what? Like, like I don't know. It's just. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm glad we have so somebody tough. that that is on the other side because yeah, it makes yeah, it more yeah. the conversation more interesting. Yeah. Um. Somebody asked if rookie salaries will be impacted because of the decreasing salary cap. I kind of looked into this one, and all I could find is that they aren't. But because rookie salaries are so low, like teams are going to be going after draft like cap draft picks are at a premium because of how cheap they are. Yeah. originally so i don't think they i think they're the the way that the rookie salary cap work or the rookie salaries work is like that's integrated into the cba so i don't think they have like i don't think they can change that no and the question was like was like do they think they rookie contracts would be smaller yeah i i don't think so just because they're already so small like shaving a little bit off a rookie contract isn't gonna save your team tons of money well you can't i don't think you can i literally think it's in the cba yeah. like the contracts for rookies i mean those quarterbacks are gonna get 10 9 mil a year just to like those i mean i think kyler's on nine i think joey's a 10 or 11 i think they're talking about like this year's like the draft like, like trevor lawrence yeah like that's what i'm those... talking about they're gonna get 10 or 9 uh, that's just the way it is that's yeah. just what rookie quarterbacks have been getting uh, yeah i don't see it going down well i think it goes by pick it's like the number one pick has a set salary and the number oh. two pick has a different set salary that's how like the rookie contracts work, and then it goes down by like round, because then like your fir- your first rounders, like if you're in the first round, you have a you get a fifth year option. Every rookie contract's like four years, but if you're a rookie, you have a fifth year option. So it's not by like I don't know if how I don't think they negotiate it too much. It's just like there's like a set contract for each pick. Well, I just think about like like if you draft a quarterback or if you draft a. It doesn't matter. I think it's the same. It's the same. Um, like if you if you're at the number two pick and the Jets take a quarterback or if they take an O lineman, it's the same contract either way. How much is like what's Chase Young's contract? He's a second pick, right? Yeah, it's like in each year, I think it goes up based on like yeah, I think it's all integrated into like the CBA for the contracts, right? Um, okay, this was these were two interesting questions. So teams that are one move away from a playoff run. So, like, team that is one good move away, maybe that didn't make the playoffs, that could make a couple moves and get in the playoffs and make a run, versus team that is one move away from disaster. So maybe, like, I kind of thought of this as, like, a playoff team or a close, like a winning team that if they don't make the right moves are going to go down the tank. 
I'll go with the cop-out two answers. Uh, Dolphins, because they're right there, and really if they figure out and get good production from their QB, they should be able to make it in. And then I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think the 49ers, with all the injuries These are both teams that you think are going to, for the playoff run. Yeah, I think, yeah, for the playoff run. I feel like they, if they can get production out of Jimmy G or whoever their quarterback is, I think they go from worst to first. I really do. I feel like they... They're smart enough to where they can find value here and there, uh, and do some really good things hypothetically. But I mean, those are that's kind of the opposite of the Dolphins, where they're in last place. But with all the injuries and everything, man, if they could, I mean, if they could somehow make a trade for a quarterback or something, they really could skyrocket. Quickly. What's what's a team that's a move away from disaster? Ooh, I would go with the Eagles. They're already in a disaster, but I mean, I feel like if they mess up the QB thing and try doing something crazy if they don't believe in Hurts and maybe Hurts just isn't as good as people kind of make him out to be they could get I mean I I don't love their coach either I mean it's one interview but I just don't really <laughs> believe in the man I think they could really fall down and be like a top three pick next year if they really want to be uh one team one move away from a playoff round I'd say the Bears uh, they need a quarterback that's just I mean, if they get a good quarterback, they have a Super Bowl caliber defense. That's just, I think they can ride that train. Um, one team away from disaster, that's interesting. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I'm trying to think of teams that already haven't done that. I mean, the football team, I think if they don't figure out the quarterback situation, they're definitely, I mean, as bad as that division is, I think they're going to be bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think if they mess up that move, they're screwed. To... If I'm going next to stick with the NFC East, uh, my team one move away from a disaster is the. No, are the Cowboys in that division? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was I said East, and I was like, maybe I messed it up. Um. Uh yeah, the Cowboys. A lot of it's for paying their running back way too much, and he didn't produce. Um, it kind of depends on what they do with Dak. If yeah. they have Dak, I guess they're in a better position. Like I yeah, I keep forgetting that. You would think. You would, You'd think. you would think. Yeah, but um. Fuck their defense. Their only games, they only won a couple games, and they're pretty much shootouts. Uh, they can just outscore us because they had Dak. Um, so yeah, I think if they, well, it you sh- it we saw that if they lose one key piece on offense, that team was almost nothing. Yeah. Um, and so even if they have Dak, but if they, yeah, it, I think one detract from their offense ruins their whole entire team just because their defense is not very good. Um, and then. The first, yeah, I the team one move away from a good playoff run. I was instantly thinking the Dolphins just because they were so close and they, they they had a promising year and they've got a good team, they have good defense too. Um, yeah, I can't really, I can't think of a different team besides the Dolphins, but the Bears was a good one too. My team that I like that's a a move away I think from playoff run. I really I'm starting to believe in the New York Giants. Um, I I think this I mean this team was very close to to making the playoffs this year. Uh, and Saquon, you know, if he's healthy, comes back next year. I, I mean, their offense instantly gets better, and their defense is really good. I think Leonard Williams, you know, he's like a top defensive free agent this year, and and he was big in their success last year. So him coming back, you know, that's going to be interesting. But um, and maybe if they grab another playmaker at in the, like I, I could like Jalen Waddle is a, a big guy that's rumored there. Like he definitely adds more like a lot of explosiveness to that offense and. I'm. I, I don't know. I was like, 
I'm kind of a believer in them. For the, I mean, we all we've mentioned every team in NFC East now, but I don't know. I could see them see them making a little bit of a run in the playoffs, and then you know moves away from disaster. I could really see the Saints falling off a cliff here if they don't make the right cap decisions. If they go all like I could, I mean, if Sean Payton pushes all of his chips in on Taysom Hill and Taysom Hill just can't do it, <laughs> like, which I don't think we believe that he can be an NFL like a 16 game starting NFL quarterback that throws the ball often then I don't know how that organization is going to come out of this especially I mean they're paying a running back and a receiver top dollar you know their cap situation is horrible like I could see them starting to go in a downward spiral spiral they might not even be one move away from disaster they could be like no moves they're in disaster yeah they just don't do anything keep tasting them and then that's yeah that's kind of like what my move would be like they just don't they don't fix it right? (laughs) right okay this is a game I've been wanting to play for a while. We're calling this 235 mil or not 235 mil. So Colin Coward plays this game on his show. He calls it like 2QB or not 2QB. It's basically like a team and he says if they need a new quarterback or not. So I think we should play for these. I have 10 quarterbacks listed and I want to say these are kind of our quarterbacks that are coming up on new deals. There's only three quarterbacks that are 35 million or above right now. Mahomes is around, I think his average is 45. Watson's 39 and Russell's 35. But as we know with quarterback deals, like the next person to get one usually goes up. I think this might be a, like an exception because of Mahomes. Like I don't see anyone getting over Mahomes yeah, in the near future. He's got the precedent right now for sure. But they're going to ask, did we say Dak said... He wanted near Mahomes he money? He wanted just under Mahomes money. So he's acknowledging that he's not better than Patrick Mahomes, but he wants something <laughs> close to it. So I think that's the, kind of the next wave, which yeah. is over $35 million. So, 10 quarterbacks. Do we give them, if you are their team, do you give them $35 million or do you not give them $35 million? Okay. First couple I think are pretty easy. Dak Prescott. 35 or not 35 Yes. Yes. Uh, we're all in consensus. That is a yes. Josh Allen. Yes. 35 million. Yes. Not. Yes. 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 Without hesitation. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Yes. I hate to say it, but yes. I, if it's four years or less. I, yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. You, I wouldn't, but he will get 35. I think you have to if you're the Ravens. The is, Ravens, yeah. you sign him four years. Nothing, maybe not even that. Maybe I'd try to do three. Three. That's not yeah. the money. The running quarterback. That's just. It, that's true, yeah. You don't want him to get that injury that everyone thinks is coming. I would not touch over four. <laughs> not a Ravens fan, but hey, I'm yeah. a football fan. For football, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am a football fan. I like that. Okay, we're going to have to go in order on the next because this is kind of where it gets more interesting. So we'll start with Brandon on this one. Kyler. Yeah. Uh, I think you give him time to build. Um, what's he got? Three more years though. On I his... think he's only got two. I think he's at this year, next year, and then he's done. I think we're at that point when he's done with his contract. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah. Give him time to build. Um, the Duke could do everything on the football field. He can throw the ball a mile. He can run. I think he's he's the he's the new age quarterback, and I know he's undersized, but I think he's smart with his size. I think he doesn't he gets away from the big hits. He's he's I I just like him as a player. I really do. He's a gamer. The dude, he's he's just a stud. He really is. He just does everything well. I would, I, and and when his contract's up, I think thirty five million is not going to be outrageous. I do it. Yeah, I believe in him. I really think that Cliff Kingsbury was kind of the downfall of the team more than him, 
Uh, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to continue improving. But yeah, 100% would give him that. Yeah, I would too. I think this season we'll probably we'll see a lot. And it's tough. He's in a pretty competitive division, but um, but I mean we saw that. Yeah, like Brandon said, he can throw a ball down the field. He can he can send a hail mary as far as he needs to. Uh, he can also he's a little weasel. Like, every time I see him <laughs> run, I just think of a weasel. Like he he just can't touch. Him. Like once he starts running, like he's so like people always talk about the size, but like um uh like Lamar Jackson has a like Lamar Jackson's really elusive but he's also not tiny. Kyler's tiny. Like Kyler is a lot harder to get your hands on than Lamar and Kyler can throw. And so yeah, yeah I, I'd give him 35. I would do it. I think yeah. 2 years ago DeForest Buckner called him a squirrel. He's like, he's like chasing around a squirrel. <laughs> we're going to these we're going to have to say that it's right now 35 million dollars. Because it's, I think I don't have all their contracts listed out, so I think that'd be more I think it'd be more confusing if we tried to. So we're just gonna say now. Is yeah. that fair? I, yeah. yeah. My answer is still yes. Cal Rudolph. Cal Rudolph. Let him go. Wow, big news. Huge. Um, what? Baker Mayfield. This is the one we put on our Instagram story. No. No. I, I mean, I feel like I need another year of skin, <laughs> but as of now, I'd say no. I think you can find another option, and I think you're going to tie yourself down if you pay him that much because I don't think he's a quarterback that can lead an average to below average team to the playoffs. And I think he is built around the team that he has around him, and if that team goes down in flames because they have to pay him all that money – uh, he won't be worth it. If it was like a like a three year deal or something, something small, I feel like they should. I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily saying he's worth thirty five million, but I think they're. Uh, I mean they're they made the playoffs, so obviously they're a playoff contender. But I think they really have something good going, and um, I don't know how much longer they have. Like I feel like they kind of have a window to move, and I feel like. But at the same, by paying him that much money, you could smash that window. But also by getting rid of him and trying to find a new quarterback, you might miss the window. Yeah, I, so, I think that's a good. That's a really good point. I think that is the sweet spot, like a two-year deal with big money. Yeah, he would never take a two-year. That's think. the the problem is I don't even think he'd take a three-year. These court, uh, these all these NFL players want the security of a long-term deal. Makes sense. And <laughs> it does. It totally does. But yeah, I I would say no. I I think. I think you this ends up being like a Matt Ryan situation and or a Jared Goff where in a couple of years you you your windows closed and you're trying to to rebuild it and revamp your your team and then you've just got this giant quarterback salary looming over you and especially with a guy like Baker I I don't see them I mean he has how 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 much better is his offense going to get than what it is right now right like you have right. two top 10 talented running backs you have two premier wide receivers you have maybe the best offensive line in football. Two top 20 wide receivers, too. Right, that's, yeah, two premier, yeah. Uh, like, I don't see how this, it gets better. So, uh, if, if he can't do it now, he's, I, what makes me think he's going to be able to do it ever? I, yeah, I guess I forgot. You could, you have the security of Chubb and Hunt. If you threw in a new quarterback, you could yeah. kind of lean yeah, on the running game sure. a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Sam Darnold. I feel like this is a no. 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 I, I need to throw one of these like consensus yeah. no's yeah. in there. I wish we could just see him on one other team. Just for Everyone wants to. Just give me a short year of him yeah. on another team. Yeah. For sure. Right now, definitely not. But I feel like maybe 
35 is a lot. Yeah, you can't take that risk. And I'm really, it's really interesting to me. It's really interesting to me to like monitor his situation, how much he's going to ask for. Like, I don't. I know he's not a free agent this season, but next season, I, I'm interested to see where he thinks his market is, because he's been hearing this like I'm talented. Uh, he's so talented. He's so talented. He's so talented. Like, I wonder. I, I, I hope he takes a Cam Newton deal, like a one year, one million, yeah. and just says, "Let me prove to you how great I am," and then give me the big, big money. I don't know. Uh, four left. These four are very interesting because these we kind of went through the young guys. Ryan Tannehill. I think his deal right now is around 30. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's for some reason he it's up or he wants an extension this year. Do you give him 35? No. No. I say no. Really? I think you see his cracks when Derrick Henry's gone. When he doesn't have Derrick Henry in his back hip, I think you see his game kind of fold. I think the other piece to that is Arthur Smith. True. I think we're going we'll to find out a lot about him. Because he really – I mean – if you asked us this question, whatever it was, two years ago when he was on the Dolphins, no way. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it. So I, I wonder, yeah, how much of this is the Titans, Arthur Smith, Derrick Henry? I think we really zoom in on his play in the playoffs. And I think, like, not a lot of people talk about Tannehill during the regular season, but when in the playoffs we see these teams just sell out on Derrick Henry and they got eight, nine in the box and your wide receivers are one-on-one and he, all he has to do is make a throw. And, and right. In, in the past, he's done it. I mean, the playoffs, he's, he's done pretty well for himself. But, yeah, I mean, I just without that run game, do you see him stepping back there and carrying that offense? And I, I, the answer is no for me. But, yeah, I think we're going to – I love that point about Arthur Smith because we're going to see – like, because their play-action game is unreal. I mean, mm. you just watch the defense. Everybody's at the <laughs> line, and they're like, oh, play-action, and everybody's running back. But that's the Derrick Henry effect. So. For sure. For sure. And it's tough because I think if you're the Titans – you're more likely to do it than not yeah. just mm-hmm. as the Titans organization. Cause that's right. the tough thing about these. Like, it's really easy to say, where is this quarterback rank among other quarterbacks, but it's really different with their situation. And I think that's, yeah, it's going to be interesting with Arthur Smith gone to see what happens with Tannehill. Um, Kirk Cousins. No. If you're I... the Vikings view fan. That's kind of what this question is. It's yeah. like, yeah, if like you're the, the Vikings the team, though, no, no, no. What has he gotten you? Yeah. That's what, yeah, I, I agree. He's going to get it. I think he, um, I think he will. It, what, yeah. Is this his last year of his deal? So, yes. Or got maybe two, but it's close. But he's going to get it. He's going to get $35 million. No, the answer is no for me. But. Yeah, no, it's definitely no. I, mean, I, yeah. I feel like the Vikings, they're in a situation, at least right now, maybe just for a couple years, because they have great receivers. They have a great young receiver, and then Adam Thielen, and they also have a great running back. The only, thing, the only reason I say like maybe a couple years is – like, there's no way Dalvin Cook is this good for the next four years. Like, we see a running back decay pretty quick. But, like, some other teams, like, a quarterback is, like, the perfect puzzle piece. And if you take that away, then it's like, eh. But it's not like he's – he's not super special to where if they – you know, when his contract's up, if they decide not to pay him and they go with someone else. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be so detrimental that they have to go with a different quarterback. I think I think Tannehill's more valuable than Cousins to their team. Because, like, what yeah, we yeah. saw with Tannehill, like, the, remember the Titans? when Before Tannehill took over, or when Tannehill took over the Titans, they, they became that playoff team that went on the run. And now they're a playoff team this year. Whereas, like, Cousins is almost the opposite. They went from a team that made the playoffs with, like, remember that year they made it with, like, Bridgewater, Bradford, and Keenum? Yeah. All three of those guys were quarterbacks, and they went to the playoffs. And then we've, all, we've just seen a steady decline mm-hmm. for the Vikings, where this year they didn't even make the playoffs. Right, I mean, didn't they? They beat the Saints. 
Was it last I, year or the year before? Well, uh, Minneapolis Miracle was Case Keenum. I'm pretty sure that it threw that ball. Just, yeah, but who, Th- then they beat, did it again. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. played the the Niners. Yeah, and since then they've just. Right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they didn't really improve a whole lot with you know going from Keenum to Cousins. And I exactly. Think he doesn't add a whole lot throwing the ball down the field that they didn't already have, and yeah. he just kind of is taken advantage at the time. Of, let know. the let the Niners pay him. Right, like yeah. like <laughs> like it seems like Shanahan wants right. to. Wants his man. No, I I yeah I just kind of that was I was kind of working in my brain. I was like I think Tannehill might be more valuable <laughs> than Cousins, which sounds. I mean, I think I'd I'd pay Tannehill thirty five. I wouldn't pay either of them if I had the choice. I think I'd, I think Tannehill would make more sense over Cousins. Like I think mm. he should be he should get that money before Cousins does. Jimmy G. <laughs> that was the quickest. He's not on the field. He's played like thirty percent of the snaps. He doesn't deserve it. Doesn't deserve it at all. No, no. no. What he said? Yeah. He doesn't play. <laughs> I, I, I want to like the guy. I. Everybody hates Jimmy G because they think he sucks. I'm not that way. I don't like Jimmy G because he's not on the field. Yeah. I could give a less to crap if people think he sucks because when he's on the field, the Niners win, and that's just you can't argue that. That's just the truth. When he's on the field, the Niners win, but he's not on the field. So uh, what am I supposed to feel yeah. as a Niners fan? So yeah. the answer is no. Yeah, that's you can't. You can't trust the man. And they're a team that is in a good enough spot otherwise where they could very easily just go to a different quarterback. That's Well, that's my favorite thing is when people, like, trash on Jimmy G. And not just because of, like, what you're – like, it has a combination of what you're saying, Brandon. Like, like some people think he sucks, but he also is not on the field. Like – and then there's people that are like, oh, well, if they get rid of him, they might get worse. Like, how much wor- – like, I'm just thinking, like, worst-case scenario is what they've had with their backups. No, exactly. There's people out there better than Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard that we could throw in there and probably exactly. be very similar. Yes. Right. But what that's what we've had. Like, as a Niners fan, that's what we've had. It's either we put Jimmy G in there, he makes mistakes, but we win games, or we throw in Beathard and Mullins, and it's like – Watching a, a snowball fight. Yeah. There. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, uh, well, that's like just thinking about Cousins, Darnold, or like a Trey Lance. Like, I'm thinking of like Jimmy G's peak. And like those guys have a higher ceiling. Yeah. Even like Kirk Cousins, I think, is going to be yeah. is, is a better, has a better peak than, than Jimmy G. So it's like, why would you pay this guy that much money? Hear me out here. Okay. Beathard and Mullins are free agents. They're gone. There's no way we're signing them. My dream, my dream scenario here, okay, if we don't draft a quarterback or don't sign anybody, this is my dream scenario, or don't, like, go out and get someone trade for someone like Darnold or something, is if we keep Jimmy G, we go get a veteran like Andy Dalton or someone. We just pay him for a backup because we know Jimmy G's history. Jimmy G gets hurt, and then we see one of these guys come in here that can game manage, hand the ball off, and run the play-action game, and he does well, and then we're like, oh, then I think that, that'll open the Niners' eyes, like, okay, we can do this with... Go get Darnold next offseason. Yeah, exactly. That's my dream scenario if we don't go get someone in the draft or we don't trade for someone. It's get someone that we know can play freaking football at our backup quarterback position because odds are Jimmy G goes down at at some point. (laughs) I'm not going to knock on wood for that. (laughs) Or you bring someone in. Yeah, if you bring in a guy like Andy Dalton, then you you know that – I don't know what I'm trying to – he can he can push maybe Jimmy G gets out and you put that guy in and you say like floor. look at the difference yeah, yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. not much of a difference yeah. here you yeah. know the floor at that point you know and and the sad as it is if we don't draft anybody we're probably gonna roll with Josh Josh Rosen as our backup so right. that's just the, that's just the nature we're living with over here and, and then and then we have the same conversation next year where everyone's yeah. like well well look at what happens when we don't have Jimmy G in there and it's like well yeah like look at who your backup quarterback is yeah. last one that I have on the list feel free to throw anyone out here if you guys want to. Derek Carr. 
How old is he? 29. Oh. That's younger than I thought he was. I just saw it today because I was looking at a Russell Wilson hypothetical trade. <laughs> if you are the Las Vegas Raiders, you want to call Bunky? See what he says? <laughs> is he at work? Yeah, but he'll answer. Tell, tell me he's on the pod. Colin, if you listen to the pod, you know who Bunky is. He was on the restart draft and the Super Bowl recap. I this is I, I didn't even think about this, but I really wanted to hear what he has to say. Who knows what he'll say when he answers? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> make sure you don't put this on speaker. Um, what do you, what do you guys before we go to Bunky? No, I uh, I don't know. I don't think I think their peak with him isn't good enough, and I don't know. I don't know. They're not in a great position to just turn it around. I don't know. I for me, it's a no, but. If you if you drop it down to like thirty one or thirty two, I'm probably doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't answer, answer but Bummer. his answer will be no. I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah, he's not the biggest Derek Carr guy. Um, and I think yeah, I think that he's mentally exhausted after this contract. And when this is over, I think he's like Raiders move on, see what we can do. He's like to me the new definition of like a mediocre quarterback. <laughs> like he's maybe not mediocre because I think he's a mediocre is a weird word in NFL because there's like there's always like three or four teams maybe five or six that like you can throw out because their quarterback situation is just so such a mess so that's why i think a mediocre as like 12 12 to 14 yeah. and that's right where Derek carr is yeah and then you could say like he's a mediocre player but he doesn't he, he's not a consistent mediocre he's good or right really bad right. so it's like right you don't know what you're gonna get so yeah he equals out to mediocre but there's some weeks where he'll he'll make plays and win you the game and there's some weeks where you're just like what is happening well, they have that right they now? have that game against the falcons where they put Three points yeah. against, the the, against the Falcons, right. and then they beat the Chiefs. Right, right. Score forty five and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Would you do it? No, he won't get it. Uh, he, it uh, Matthew makes if it's like if it's if it's thirty, I, I probably, probably do it. Yeah, thirty they probably do. Thirty five, uh, yeah. Isn't that weird though? We're talking about five million. <laughs> it's just the point of the matter. It's like you have all these quarterbacks <laughs> up there, and you're like, you don't deserve to be right here. Like, <laughs> But I mean, it's so tough because we like we have this like scope of all these quarterbacks. But then you're just looking at them and you're like, all right, you have this quarterback or you have question mark over here. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know. You have, I can well, see how yeah. it's like you have this quarterback with 35 million, or right. you have the question mark with a much lower price. Tag. Right. And we're seeing what these cap can do to these, with what these large cap hits can do to these teams. Yeah. That's what's been so interesting to me about not like we've been doing this rebuilding thing on our live show and it hasn't been just looking at the teams it's been just looking at what bad contracts can do to your your team right. it's like wow what were they thinking when they signed this deal and now look where they i don't know it's it's mm -hmm. fascinating right um okay that, i didn't put these two on the list but i think i'm gonna ask them burrow and herbert because i think two is a no now two is no to if if, yeah, if it's right it's now, Gabe, okay, you guys are probably gonna feel differently about this. Um, I think I know what you're gonna say. Now, <laughs> come off ACL, Burrow, no, Herbert, yes. I think yeah. Herbert because of what the quarterback contract market is gonna be when he is needing a quarterback. I think 35 million. If you can lock him up for, God, this is, it, excuse my language, this is ballsy. Like if you lock him up to an eight-year deal. Oh no, don't at, say ballsy on <laughs> Excuse my language. Eight-year eight-year deal at 35 million dollars a year. And if he pans out, you have a steal for the next eight years. Yeah, but it's one year. No, I, I completely get it. I completely get it. But if you're, if I mean, if you're trying to set up for the future at, at that price, 
I mean, it's it's what the Chiefs did with Mahomes. They're I, gonna have a bargain for sure. Half. Like for sure. Yeah. I think I do. I think I'd wait one year. Cause you still have him. So we're not, no, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah, a hypothetical, yeah, yeah. That's I just guess. the now. That's the now answer. But for sure, I'd wait at least one or two. Especially more. with Staley, because I think it's it's interesting. It was it's really interesting to me that they hired a defensive head coach, and I get the process of it, but I don't know. I just I really thought they were going to go offensive because of Herbert, and I thought they were going to get a guy that they could try to do this Mahomes read thing where they just pair their coach with their quarterback yeah. for ten years. But I you know you make a great point that if. When they if in in three off seasons, when we're looking back and be like, wow, they if they would have signed him for thirty five, like they're dancing right now. But I think we've seen it. I mean, RG three, like we've seen. I mean, Jameis for a little bit. I'm I'm trying like Carson Wentz, Kaepernick, Kaepernick. You would have asked me like during the heyday two thousand twelve year. Yeah, yeah, we'll sign him now. Like, yeah, look what happened. I mean, one or two years and he just completely tears down the organization by himself, and then right, then you're screwed. I mean, that's just. It's so tough. That's a tough question right there. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just look at these two quarterbacks and I say, all right, well, if they were on a halfway decent team, if they were on the 49ers, if Herbert was on the 49ers like this past year and they didn't have all the injuries, Please. how far would they go? Please. I think they would go pretty far. And so for me, that's how I look at it. I'm like, all right, I think if, if we can put a halfway decent team around them, they can go win. And for me, I think it's a yes for both quarterbacks. But yeah, with Burrow at the injury – it's like this huge question mark, and I would love to wait a year. But, yeah. I just think with the type of quarterbacks they are, I feel like they're a lot more reliable or, like, predictable, maybe, the, going these, into the future. These two are just studs. Just cause I, I cannot get over that. Because of the knee injury, I pay them both. Instead. That's the thing. Yeah, it's because they're, like, they're big, they're strong, they got arms. They're the, they're, they can they don't have to have the system right. That's the thing. It's not a system. That's the, that's the thing. Like when you mentioned like RG3, it's like RG3 is like he was super talented, but it's also sort of like a system. And But um, but like their strengths, like we talk a lot, we say a lot like speed age is like really quick. Like their strengths aren't that they're like quick. Like no. Lamar's lifespan as a good QB, if you think he's a good QB or not, whatever, is a lot shorter than I would say like for Herbert Burrow just because you can be – older and even if you're not fast you still have your arm like brady not everyone i'm not saying not everyone's <laughs> gonna be able to play like that but like well it's always the go-to we've always slowly, go-to. I, I, we've seen it with 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 russ too a guy that like came into this league as this mobile quarterback and has developed into becoming a passer that can use his legs yeah. to do it and that's that's what it is it's the same with watson it's these guys that are insanely good passers but when the play is not there they can get out of it and that's what you've seen from herbert and burrow of like Guys that were not on good teams, and although the, I mean the Chargers, yeah, they finished whatever seven and nine, I think, but they weren't ever a good team. Mm-hmm. We, but you saw them just making plays out of nothing, and that's what's so impressive out of these two. I think Trent Dilfer said I, I read it somewhere, but he was talking about um, like rookie quarterbacks coming in. He's like, we're gonna see in the NFL like rookie quarterbacks are gonna come in and start more often than ever because all these first round QBs just just sit a year, sit a couple of years, you know, build. But now these guys, I mean, they start them at so young. They all go to these camps. They all learn how to read defenses. Like, they're coming in the NFL ready. And it's like, we saw it, to- like, with two guys this year. Both of them coming in, just, they just killed it with around mediocre teams. And it's just, it's the truth. I mean, it's During not a... During a pandemic. Yes. Yeah, they like, didn't even have, have a preseason, no nothing. Like, Herbert wasn't time. even thinking he was going to start. Yeah. Like, Unreal. It's amazing. It really I completely forgot about that, too, yeah. until you bring that up. And yeah. I'm like, holy yeah. crap. Two minutes before kickoff, they're like, Justin, Justin, like, are you good to play? He's like, yeah, okay. Well, and then, and then, and then, I'm always gonna back up Burrow, but just like looking at the the pieces that they had, I mean, like 
if you watched any clip of or any part of Bengals games, like he had, it was zero time. There was a, there was a guy in his Eight face within, around, yeah. yeah, and yeah, just I don't know. I'm the future is really bright for those two. But if you if you had to pay them thirty five million for some reason today, it'd be hard for me to argue both of them. For sure, Burrow because of the knee. Yeah. Yeah. But even Herbert, I'm 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 just a, I'm just so skeptical because of, like what we were talking about yeah. with the Kaepernick with RG three, like we've seen that happen before where guys can have a good year, and then, but I don't know. I, I you probably do it if you're Herbert, right? Yeah. <laughs> for for Herbert, yeah. Well, yeah. for Herbert, sorry. Yeah, both ways, man. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a bust or boom, but it, it could be a huge boom. That's, a, Man, that's an enormous boom. That's a bargain and a half right there. Is there any other ones? Any other quarterbacks that we can think of? I mean, like, I, we, we don't need to talk about Brady or Ben or, you know, Stafford and Goff. I was or, thinking Stafford, but also just because of age. I don't know if you would ever. Was it 32? Stafford and Goff are just interesting because they got traded. That's why I didn't put them on the list. Right. Because it's, it's like, uh, like. We don't know how they're going to. Yeah, we can't be like, teams. can't be like, oh, do the, do the Rams pay Stafford right now? It's like, well. <laughs> they're not. See. They're not going to. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. Same thing with uh, with Wentz. Like, it, his is probably a no for everyone. But, yeah. but with a new team, like we could be year. having yeah. this con- like totally different conversation next year. One year so. could change that mindset completely. All right, big big free agent show next week. I don't know how many we're gonna have to all put down. Like, put a we're gonna have to make like a spreadsheet and put all the guys that we want to talk about and the teams that we. Because we need to do, I think last year when we us three did this, we put the teams, we, we told each other what teams we were going to say so that we didn't, because um, we can't all be like, Double down, right? um, we think whoever is going to go here and we all agree on this. And it's like, <laughs> yes. okay, he's going there. And then like, <laughs> then he doesn't. I don't yeah. know. Like, we got we to gotta make sure we cover our bases with these guys. But I'm excited. It's going to be a fun show. Sure. And then March Madness. Oh, right, yeah. boys. All right. Rock the house. Rock the house. Oh, oh right, my bad.